You're listening to Out of the Box, a place for marketers to get inspired, get going, and break out of the box. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Jess Overton, and you're listening to Out of the Box, the marketing podcast exploring out-of-the-box approaches to marketing and growth. Today, I'm joined by Adam Hattie, Vice President of Marketing at Current, the fast-growing digital bank with over 3 million users. Adam, I'm very excited to have you on the podcast today. Welcome. Hey, it's, uh, it's wonderful to be here. Thanks so much. To begin, Adam, I'd like to get a little bit of a read on, on what Current does uh, as a company. But first, I'd like to start and, and hear a little bit about you. Can you give me a little thumbnail about your journey in the app marketing world? Uh, yeah, 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 certainly. Um, so like most app marketers, uh, I started uh, by working at the federal government at the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's actually where I started my career. And so uh, I, I actually spent about five years there um, before I actually broke into the app world um, at a company called Tops. Now, this is like the old American trading card company. Um, we had launched a, a, a division for digital trading cards. Uh, this was about 10 years ago. And, and, and let me tell you, you know, it was, was harder to pitch back then than that sounds today. Yeah, uh, you were definitely, <laughs> definitely before your time. Yeah. Now, uh, now, now they were looking for uh, an, an, someone to come in and manage their virtual economy. Uh, and so given that I was an economist, uh, they thought that was a good idea. So uh, I took the opportunity. Uh, and, 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 and so I really came in on the data side of things. Um, before very quickly transitioning uh, over to user acquisition. Um, that was uh, uh, somewhat of a, of, a, of a natural fit. And uh, that's, that's really how, how I broke in. And so, you know, I've, I've, I've worked there for a bit. I worked uh, at, a, at a daily fantasy sports startup called Draft for a bit. Uh, I did uh, a bunch of consulting. Uh, I, was, I was VP of marketing at another digital collectibles company called Quid. Um, and uh, I've, I've been here at Current for uh, almost three years now. Uh, and uh, I'm VP of marketing here. And uh, I know, I, I think it, your, your time in Quid was where you got your start with Mr. Beast, was it not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's some good research there. So um, I wanna, we're definitely going to get back to that. You're not only your relationship with Mr. Beast, but, uh, um, but uh, influencer marketing in general. But I'd like maybe you could tell me uh, an, another couple of things about what you actually do today at Current. What what does your day to day look like? Yeah, uh, it's 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 a little bit all over the place, right? Um, so you know, I I I'm work on everything from our performance marketing, our brand marketing, our creative, uh, data, PR, um. Our influencer marketing uh, certainly a big part of what we do, and we can talk about that. Yeah, um, yeah sure. It's uh, you know we have a twenty-six person marketing team here at at, at current. Uh, wow, doing all those things. So um, yeah, my 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 day is uh, is a little bit all over the place. Gotcha. All right. So before we really get into what you guys do and how you market, can you tell us uh, uh, the the elevator pitch for what current actually does? And what differentiates it from other fintech companies? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, current we, I should say, number one, we're we're, we're based here in New York, uh, and 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 I've got to pitch that out early because 
uh, anyone who's in New York uh, who, who who might be interested in, uh, in in current should definitely hit me up. We're we're hiring quite aggressively. That 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 twenty six number uh, might seem like a, a decent amount, but actually, um, you know, for for the size of our business, is quite small. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, we're we're fintech based in New York. Um, we're onboarding people into the financial system. Uh, and, and we've done that at several stages at the company. When Current first started, uh, we did that actually with teens. We onboarded teens. Um, we offered a teen banking product. Um, uh, a few years later, uh, we launched what's our primary product today, um, which is, uh, is, is an 18 plus adult checking account, uh, largely for those who are under, un- underserved by the traditional banks, right? Uh, folks who are paycheck to paycheck, folks who are younger. Um, and, and, and with that, we have a slew of features that, that make sense for them. Everything around getting paid faster. Um, none of the, I can't, I can't forget. Can I curse or can I not curse? None of the shitty fees, uh, <laughs> that are associated with, with, with a traditional bank. Um, as, as well as a digitally native experience that, that makes a, a ton of sense. Right. And things that people, uh, are not used to getting with the bank account, things like points. Um, that's something that's usually reserved to those who, you know, are 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 in the class of of, of credit, which is which is a, you know a top tier. Right. Uh, now, we're we're kind of on again. We're we're onboarding people into that system, and then and then current moving forward, um, and 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 really a little bit in 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 today, um, we're onboarding people into crypto. We're onboarding people into DeFi. Um, really. Uh, taking what what is been accessible to very few historically, and, and and broadening that out. How does that fact change your marketing strategy? That's to say that as as an on ramp to a whole bunch of different worlds, surely you have to tailor things very differently to say a sixteen year old who's never had a bank account and and doesn't really know how that world is supposed to work versus say somebody in their mid twenties who understands the world of banking, but wants to inroad into DeFi, for example. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that that's been uh what I'd say one of the challenges as 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 we've grown. I mean, you know, a couple of years ago I could focus on one, maybe two customer types, right? Um now we have many different types of customers who come in for many different reasons. And if you give them all the same experience, um you're not doing yourself any any any, any favors. Uh, when it comes to conversion, when it comes to retention and anything like that. So you need to be able to identify, hey, why is this customer coming in? And then give them an experience that's tailored to them. And that that's uh, become more necessary as, as a multi-product company. And do you differentiate between those sort of user journeys based on channels or type of marketing? Or is it creative-based more? Talk to me uh, a little bit about that. It's 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 a mix. Uh, some of it is based on user behavior. Um, some of it is based on 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 how you've come in, and you know that could be everything from a from actual actual tracking standpoint to, uh, for example, uh, if you enter in a promo code. Um, mm-hmm. So there's uh yeah there's there's a bunch of different triggers that can send you a, a you know various different paths. And I, I do want to I, I want to push you a little bit more towards the channels because I'm always interested to understand where people are are running their campaigns. So, what are say your top your top two channels that uh, that you look at? <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 hesitant to give out exact numbers, um, but you know, for us, 
certainly the, 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 the big players, your Facebooks, your Googles, uh, et cetera, your own and operated uh, self-attributing networks are, are, are a big uh, yeah. part of what we do. Uh, influencer marketing is a really big part of what we do. Uh, and, and, and we also operate quite extensively in the offline space as well. Um, so that's everything from TV to podcasts, et cetera. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'd like to come back definitely to that offline marketing, but I think you've, you've segued us very nicely into, uh, into influencer marketing. It seems to me that influencer marketing for, for current is really, it's baked into your, to your strategy. And as, as far as uh, uh, we had a look around to, to, to get an idea of what you guys were doing for marketing, it looks like within two clicks, a content creator can become a brand ambassador, an influencer, whatever you want to call it. And that's, that's a re it, you want to talk about on-ramps. That's a very short on-ramp. Yeah. How did that come about? Um, well, you know, influencer marketing for us is, is more than just marketing. Uh, it's, it's really an influencer strategy. Um, that that's aligned with our business. And so what that means is that um, we work with influencers for acquisition. We also work with influencers for content. Uh, influencers themselves are part of our brand. Um, it's part of our product. Uh, now, if you, uh, a, a good example of this, uh, you mentioned Mr. Beast, right? Now, mm -hmm. um, if, if you come in and, and, and you enter code Mr. Beast, you're getting a Mr. Beast experience in current. Um, that's everything from the emails that you're getting to the pushes that you're getting. Uh, Mr. Beast is going to send you money. Uh, and I'm, I'm serious about that. So, you know, so, sign so up let, me, let me uh, break, break, break this down for me, Adam. So I'm going to get a, an email that's Mr. Beast flavored. That there's exactly. going to be there's the, the, so the, the text, the content is Mr. Beast. The imagery is Mr. Beast. And that's true yeah. for, for all of your influencers. Your in-app experience. Will 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 be will be Mr. Beast. Um, we you know we have a I, I mentioned how we have points. Uh, we have a point store mm -hmm. where you can redeem those points, uh, and you can redeem for a bunch of different things, uh, including cash. Uh, but you can also redeem it for a custom, exclusive, current by Mr. Beast hoodie, right? And and that's 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 part of what we're what you know what I'm saying here in terms of this being an overall uh, business strategy. It's it's a, it's a deep level of integration. Which allows us to really maximize um, the, the 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 power of these influencers we work with. When you when you, I, I I assume that this was this was your initiative, is that right? I mean, from from your work at Quid, it certainly seems like you are you are very passionate about influencer marketing. Uh, it's well, it's true. Uh, I'm extremely passionate about it. Uh, this isn't my initiative. This is a company initiative. It, yeah, it, it involves. Engineers, it involves product folks, it involves business people. Um, this is, you know, it, 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 it's a wide initiative. Uh, that's amazing. If we talk about the actual criteria for applicants, so, you know, if we talk about Mr. Beast or we talk about Logan Paul, you know, I think those are, you know, pretty obviously people that you'd like to work with. How does someone on, a, on maybe the, the, the SMB of, uh, of influencers on, on that sort of a scale, how do they start to work with you? How do they begin to create content? Talk to me a little bit about how that works. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this, we, we, we get a ton of inbound, right? And, and people reach out and they, you know, in every type of channel you could imagine. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of this is relationship-based. And so, you know, in a world of, if you, if you talk about, you know, the top, let's say, uh, 10,000 uh, influencers, right? 
Um, these aren't 10,000 individuals as much as they operate in, in, in pockets and groups, right? And so you work mm -hmm. with a handful of people in one group and they'll refer other people that they know. And, 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 you, and, and so a lot of this is relationship-based. Um, we have a very strong reputation within the influencer community. Um, and, 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 and that really helps. And so, um, yeah, this is, you know, a lot of people, people ask me often about, you know, hey, we tried this influencer thing and it didn't really work. Um, and there can be a lot of reasons for that. But oftentimes, uh, I'd say influencers aren't necessarily given, influencer as a strategy isn't often given the the platform it needs to succeed in a company. It can often often be very, very narrow. And um, and when you say platform within the company, are you, you're really talking about that customization that you've done throughout the UX of the app, throughout the sort of the CRM. Uh, is that is that what you mean when you talk about the platform? Yeah, that, that's that, that's a good example of it. Uh, but even beyond that, um, for example, oftentimes it'll be like, oh, well, you know, influencer, we need it to be somewhere. And so maybe it's handed to somebody on the affiliate marketing team. And it's like, hey, um, do our influencer thing. And then it's just an affiliate play. Um, and it's not to say influencers can't succeed as an affiliate play. It, that, that's one of the ways in which can, it can succeed, right? Or maybe it's given to the, you know, PR team. And it's like, okay, let's do PR stuff with influencers. And influencers can be successful in, uh, as, as a PR strategy or as a brand marketing or for, you know, performance marketing or as uh, content or for creative. There's all these different ways in which, you know, now if it's pigeonholed into any one small thing, uh, maybe it's successful, maybe it's not, but it's a, you're not really given it's, uh, it's, it's not given uh, the full opportunity. Got it. So what we're really talking about is, is sort of horizontally horizontally integrating influencer marketing into the entire marketing strategy as opposed to siloing it into one specific type of uh uh of of, of marketing yeah and and I would, I would say even beyond that again business strategy right um, i mean to the degree in which you know mr beast is an investor in current oh really wow and, that's, uh, you know, i didn't know that that's uh yeah so there, there there's quite a deep relationship there interesting well, so I want to talk on, uh, about the other side of, uh, of success, and that's sort of how you measure it. And if we talked about the, the, you know, the sort of walled gardens of, uh, uh, of marketing the, uh, the self-attributing networks earlier, uh, where I think the KPIs are often relatively clear, how do you define performance KPIs for your influencer strategies? Um, it, it depends, on, depends on the individual goals. Again, we don't have... Uh, necessarily one framework for it yeah we, we have quite a different a few different frameworks uh, depending on, on 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 what we're trying to accomplish with a campaign um but you know from i, I would imagine most listeners here are, are performance marketers um and it fits quite neatly actually especially particularly today into a performance marketing framework uh for for, for many of our campaigns right if you talk about you know a lot of the basic metrics are actually the same uh, right, you you typically get some type of view or impression number. Uh, you get you know a certain number of clicks. Uh, you get uh, depending on the platform, maybe you get view through instead of click through. Um, you then have uh, some portion that gets attributed. Maybe it's attributed through a link. Maybe it's attributed through a promo code. 
um, and then you set have some type of uh, you know uh, organic or as I say unattributed uh, uplift off of that. Um, mm-hmm. That's something that uh, you know maybe a few years ago would have made performance marketers less comfortable. Today, it's something that we've had to get very used to across many platforms. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's not in, in, in its actual measurement. Um, you know, a, a good example would be like podcasts. Now, podcasts that space is like a little bit more mature, um, and you know, a lot a lot of performance marketers have gotten comfortable uh, with measurement there. Uh, and it's, you know, it's not entirely different um, conceptually. Now, in its execution, it's very very different. Uh, and, and, and again, but uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll stop there. All right. Well, I'm 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 gonna I, I do want to come back to podcasts and other sort of, I guess, quote unquote, offline marketing. Um, when it comes to how the actual creators or how the actual influencers are taking your brand and representing it online, are there? Are there guidelines that you give them? Are there actual scripts or instructions? Do you give them creative license? How does that work? Yeah. So this is this is this is like uh, this is the difference. This is like the X factor, uh, <laughs> right? Um, and 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 this is something that's 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 challenging. I think for 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 a lot of companies, um, you certainly want to give influencers a ton of creative freedom to create. Uh, the best content they can. That's what they're good at. That's what you're hiring for them for. Um, they know their audience better than anybody else in the world. Um, so you want to give them uh, as much freedom as, as as you can to make uh, the ad they want to make, to make the integration, I should say, that they want to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, you have to have a brand voice. Um, and And, and, you know, Particularly in, in, in terms of brand building, consistency is is is, is so key. Um, so if you have a thousand influencers saying a thousand different things, um, you're not doing yourself any favors uh, when it comes to build, 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 building your brand. And so there's for, for 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 us, what that means is we find the the greatest success happens when we do our very best to educate and and and, and inform. Uh, the influencers we work with about who we are, about what we offer, about why people like us, uh, and and then they can kind of pick and choose what they find to be most relevant or what they find most passionate uh, to, to talk about, and and then they can come up with you know interesting and engaging ways of of, of integrating that. Um, now the hard part of that is that first part, right? <laughs> it's, right. It's, and 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 particularly if if you're doing this with tons of third parties and and tons of middle people. It's really hard to um, it, it's really hard to keep that without it getting lost uh, in, in in the game of telephone, right? Um, and so that's why we try and work very closely with uh, w- with our influencers. And once they have that level of understanding, um, then 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 it's kind of hands off. And that's why, really, if you look at an influencer marketing team, um, and again, this is this is somewhat about like how it's slotted within a team. Uh, in many ways, it looks more like a business development team and operates more like a business development team than maybe uh, uh, a media buying team. That's a really interesting nuance. I, I, I've, I've sort of steered into conversations in the past on previous episodes really about operations and how teams are set up. I'm interested how 
how you see that influencer marketing team as a wider part of, of your, your 26-man marketing outfit. How do they slot in? Uh, well, it's about 20% of the team. So it's, it's, it's quite resource intensive, right? Um, this is not something that, uh, again, it's, it's built on relationships. And, 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 and that takes lots of like manual work. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's resource intensive. And, and, and again, influencers are a lot of things for us. So, you know, they, that, that, that team, they work with not just other, 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 other marketers on the team here, uh, but also, uh, you know, in sensibly with the product team, sensibly mm -hmm. with our, 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 our engineering team, um, it, with, and, with our partnerships. I mean, the list, the list kind of goes on. Right. Right. So in a way, it, it, it's almost like they're, they're, they're half marketers, half talent management, as it were, right? Because they're, they're acting then as the go between, between the influencers and the organization. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Very, very interesting. I, I want to, I want to talk for a minute about uh, the two days in hell marketing video uh, <laughs> that you guys made. And if any of our listeners haven't seen this, it's well worth watching. Uh, I think the, most of the most of the comments that I saw on the, on YouTube were that they had to watch it a second time, and I read those comments after watching it the second time because it is outstanding. Um, I, I I want you to talk to me about how that came about. I don't know if you were involved or you know what what the what are the main challenges around cre creating video campaigns that are that good. <laughs> well, you know. Uh... And, and for those listening, uh, Two Days in Hell is, uh, is, is a trailer we put together, uh, a, a faux trailer uh, on, you know, uh, this, was, this was before Halloween uh, as, as like a fake horror film uh, about, you know, the, the pains of, of waiting, waiting to get paid. Uh, now, current, again, you get your, your, your paycheck faster with current, typically two days faster. And mm -hmm. so we, we're, we're playing in on that. Um, that idea, uh, yeah, it came, it came, it was built here <laughs> internally. Um, we have, uh, we have a really strong creative team here, uh, led by, led by our creative, uh, Grand Creative Director, Steve Peck. And, uh, you know, it, it, it was, it was, to be honest, it was such a good concept, uh, that it, it somewhat, uh, sold itself. Um, I can and, understand that, you know, for, for, for us. And again, I understand that the audience here is, is largely performance marketers. Mm -hmm. um, current is a very long consideration product. Um, we are not, you, you know, you do not see one ad for current and then decide, oh, yeah, this sounds like a great, great idea. Uh, let me give this company I just heard of uh, all of my money. Um, that's, that's, that's not the consumer journey um, right. that we have, which, you know, may be the case for uh, uh you know, mobile gaming, and and, and mm -hmm. again, I'm sure there's a bunch of um, gaming UA managers listening. Uh, you know, that is like a, a a short consideration process, right? Nobody sees an ad for a mobile game and then downloads it three weeks later. Uh, that's just not, um, and and you don't, you know, brand in that case. It's not to say brand doesn't matter because it does, uh, but brand matters. Uh, in terms of like maybe uh, a level of like IP, right? If, mm -hmm. you, if you can layer in IP over 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 a game, but it's not so much uh, a, a trust factor, right? 
I want to I want to I want to loop back to to what you said there, and in, in, in that the the consideration period is a lot longer for your brand, which I guess then translates into a much higher level of stickiness in app, right? Yeah, yeah, we're 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 a very high retaining category. That's something that again, uh, you know, in various places I've, I've been in my career, um, you know, <laughs> I. I, I certainly can appreciate the high retention that comes with a bank account, right? Um, right. Because uh, you've probably had your checking account for longer than you've had your iPhone, right? This is... Uh, Absolutely right. Yeah. This is, this is, it's, it's, it's quite remarkable. And how does that affect then how you do your marketing strategy beyond the app install? Let's say that you've, you've, you've acquired the user what then do you do within the app? Or uh, we talked a little bit about Mr. Beast flavored emails, for example. How does that shift your marketing strategy from someone who is, say, marketing a, a hyper casual game where the retention metrics are, or the retention mechanics are very, very important and on the aggressive side? How does that look for, for current? Um, well, you know, for us, it's, it's, it's largely about uh, conversion. Um, Again, and, and, and if, you, if, if we can deliver you value quickly and, and mm-hmm. show you that there's value in current as, as, as quickly as possible, um, you will convert. And, and, and when you convert, uh, again, this is just a very high retaining uh, space. And so right. for us, it's, it's about understanding what, are you, what do you value in current and, and, and delivering that to you as, as, as quickly as possible. And again, that, that can be determined by your behaviors. That can be determined by who you are. There's a number of different factors there. Right. I'd like to talk just before we, we, we get into the offline marketing uh, aspect of what you do at Current. I'd like to get your take or, or, or a piece of tangible advice that marketers that are listening who aren't working in the influencer space, how can they get started? What's the, be- what's the best place to educate yourself or, or to really immerse yourself and start leveraging influencer marketing as a part of a broader marketing strategy? Um, I would, you know, I, I, <laughs> there's, there's no easy way to do it. Uh, at least that, that'll, that'll be um, very, very successful. I would say, one, take a look at your customer, understand who they are and, and, and where they are, right? If you're talking about a customer who's, you know, median age is 50, uh, they probably don't, there's probably not a huge presence on, you know, YouTube or, or, or TikTok for that, mm-hmm. for that customer. Right. And, yeah. and maybe yeah. something like a podcast though would, 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 would make total sense. Um, so, you know, understand where your customers are, uh, and where they, where they might exist within the influencer world and, and try to engage with it as authentically as possible. Uh, if we're talking YouTube, watch the influencers, watch their content, watch what works for them. Um, and you know, if you have the resources, uh, reach out, reach out directly. Um, and you know, for every Mr. Beast out there, um, well, okay, maybe not the best example of Mr. Beast. He's, he's somewhat unique, but for every large influencer out there, uh, there is a medium-sized influencer and for every medium-sized influencer, there's, 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 you know, thousands of, 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 of smaller influencers. Uh, most of whom are going to be very excited to work with your brand if you've, you know, selected them properly. Um, and, you know, test small and, and, and get an idea and see what works. 
and you can use those examples to then share with with larger influencers and take bigger steps. Um, but you know, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be intimidated uh, entirely intimidated by it. But at the same time, um, you know, this is something that uh, you need to dedicate resources to, or, or else you're not truly testing it. Right. Well, I think that's really. I think you you mentioned it earlier and, and you mentioned it again now, and I think it's really a, a, a powerful point that that it needs to be given the platform the the a real chance to succeed in order to be uh, uh, in order to be successful. I want to shift gears then into your offline marketing. Uh, talk to us a little bit about uh, about what you guys are doing and what value it brings for current. Um, yeah, so we, as I mentioned, we're we're you know, on the spectrum of a business that would be um, entirely direct response focus, or or I should say a customer journey that's entirely direct response driven uh, versus one that may be entirely brand driven, we're somewhere on that spectrum. Um, and so, you know, many offline channels uh, can function as a little bit of both, mm -hmm. right? They can, they, can, they can help build your brand. I mean, every, every touch point helps build your brand, um, regardless of whether you intend it to or not. And I think that's something that's important to consider. Um, but, but offline marketing um, certainly plays a role uh, in, 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 in that consumer journey. Now, it can be um, very much direct response. And, and there's certain you know, channels that lend itself uh, more to that. Um, you, know, you had mentioned podcasts. That, 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 that's a good example, actually. You know, TV, direct mail. These are... These lend itself more to, to direct response. Something like uh, maybe an out of home ad, uh, less so. Not to say it couldn't be leveraged for direct response, um, but mm -hmm. again, every every one of those channels does uh, both things. Now, uh, we're fortunate at current, uh, well, fortunate and unfortunate uh, for those who are not in fintech. Um, essentially, all fintechs uh, in, in the United States uh, need to go through a process called KYC. That's know your customer. Um, that's where you verify your identity. Um, now, with that, we get our we get verified identity. It means your location. That means your age. Uh, it means we know who you are uh, and 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 where you are. Um, that's important for 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 legal reasons, uh, but also helps on the marketing front, right? Uh, it means that uh, we can effectively do geo testing, right, and and understand how uh, how campaigns can not just impact acquisition, uh, also impact conversion engagement. Um, brand awareness, consideration, uh, just just about everything. Um, we have all that on 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 a, on, a, on a very local basis, and so a lot of you know offline media can be deployed uh, locally. Um, some can't, right? There's you know you can't really deploy a local podcast, um, right? That's a that's a super interesting. I, I mean, I wouldn't call it a hack because you've sort of got to get into fintech in order to leverage the uh, leverage the data, which I can't imagine most people are going to do, but it's a very interesting shortcut to, uh, uh, to really optimizing your marketing uh, because you have all yeah. that data at your fingertips. Yeah. And I mean, it's certainly not just fintech that, that has that, right? Uh, I mean, if you know, you're in an e-commerce world, you're getting you know, billing addresses, shipping addresses, all, all that other stuff as well. Um, but you know, I, again, I, I know for sure that there's a bunch of uh, mobile gaming folks listening who do not have that information, uh, right? Especially, uh, especially nowadays, as uh, as, yeah. as privacy has gotten more and more 
important and uh, and central to the narrative, and uh, I'm sure it's only going to continue in that direction. Yeah. Um, well, Adam, I, I I think this is this has been super super interesting. I've certainly taken a lot. Uh, I always enjoy talking about influencer marketing. It's something that I don't get a lot of exposure to, so I'm always really interested to hear people's experiences. And I I don't think I've seen such a deep integration with product and actual business strategy as as you've described here. So I think you've given a lot of food for thought to uh, to our listeners. To wrap up, I I ask all of my guests, the same, the same closing question. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, for me, I, I'd actually, if I'd be asked this question in the not too distant future, I think my answer would be two days in hell. But uh, <laughs> for you, what is a really innovative, memorable and out of the box marketing campaign that you've seen recently? Oh, that is a great question. Hmm. Uh, Vans. <laughs> Uh, right. Van just, uh, came out with a with a collaboration, and I don't know how many of listeners are pretty deep into uh, the NFT world, uh, but they came out with a collaboration uh, with Goons uh, that I was just really Im- Im- impressed with, right? Because of uh, the speed to market for something like that, and and Vans has no business uh, as a company being that fast, uh, so it's really impressive uh, to see that. So that's uh, I, I I think I just saw that yesterday. Um, so it's it, it's top of mind. Um, very cool, very cool. Have you seen uh, uh, just as a closing comment? Brett, have you seen that uh, Adidas has also partnered with Board Ape? Did you see that recently? Uh, I think I did. Um, so there you go. That's uh, we'll, we'll we'll probably be seeing more and more brands get involved with, in the uh, space. <laughs> yeah. So it's I don't know. It, I I I think I, I I'll 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 save my rant for for, for another day there. Um, but it's impressive to see those companies moving quite quickly. Very, very cool. Well, I'll have to check that out. Adam, uh, uh, thank you very, very much for joining us today. Uh, it's a super interesting conversation, and uh, we'd love to have you back again anytime. Awesome. Thanks so much. This has been great.